You have one unheard message. Hi, I was calling Current, the influencer marketing platform, but I think I just got redirected to a bunch of people listening to a podcast. Well, anyways, I was calling Current because I was told they could help get my brand set up on TikTok Shop and even build out an affiliate program of content creators promoting my brand and even have those content creators go on live streams and promote my product there. Wow, I could really use Current. I also heard that the brands they work with are making millions in sales. I guess I'll just go to their website at current.tech. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Cracking the code on how you can optimize, personalize, and monetize your app marketing and mobile growth efforts. Welcome to Mobile Presence, hosted by Peggy Ann Saltz. Peggy, a top 30 mobile marketing influencer, nine-time author, and content strategist, brings you her pick of tech, trends, guests, and cool stuff to help you drive growth and create deep connections with your customers. Now, prepare to get motivated and activated with our host. Hey, hello, and welcome to Mobile Presence. I'm your host, Peggy Ann Saltz from Mobile Groove, where I plan produce and promote content that allows my clients to reach performance goals and scale growth. And of course, growth is what it is all about over here at Mobile Presence, how to grow your mobile app, your mobile audience, doing what you need to do to reach your goals through tools, technology, and also connecting with the cool people out there. Um, So we're going to switch gears a little bit and think about the larger picture. You know, we talk about tools, we talk about technology, data, analytics, But our lives and our devices have become inextricably intertwined, is what I like to call it. You know, five years ago, you think about it, mobile devices eclipsed desktops to become the platform that defines our daily routine. Um, Fast forward, and here we are. Mobile is our go-to device. It's our go-to for advice, assistance, access to content, experiences. But, of course, our attachment to mobile and also increasingly apps also turns up the pressure on brands, marketers, content companies to engage with consumers, engage with us, the people, in ways and in contexts that demonstrate a deeper understanding of our needs, a genuine desire to just put people first. And so we're thinking about putting people back into the equation because that's where they haven't really been in advertising. And that requires a different mindset. So thinking about trying to get you started on that route, I have to bring on our guest today because he is the person who's been talking about the art and science of engagement long before it was even cool to do so, I have to say. So um, uh, our guest is uh, David Scarrett. He's an independent digital and mobile strategic consultant and thought leader, formerly from RGA and Nimble Tank, where he was at those agencies, you know, pushing the envelope on what we're going to be talking about today, which was basically, you know, bringing together Um, behavior, art, science, everything, persuasion through really engaging and appealing advertising and marketing. So, David, it's great to have you on the show. 
Thank you, Peggy. You know, I love working with you, and it's great to be back a second time. Thanks for having me. Well, I had to give a lot of context there, a little bit of a, a backgrounder, because, you know, you are not the marketer's marketer in a way. I mean, I've I've been following you and your career for several years, watching what you've been doing. Um, at some level, you know, a little bit of a lone wolf out there talking about creativity and conversion. You know, how do you do both? But um, for the listeners first, you know, a little bit about your, your cred. I mean, you, you've, you've got quite a lot that you've been doing at these agencies. Um, I always identify you with uh, Nike because that's one of the companies where you made such an impact. But tell us a little bit about you know, where you are in the industry and what you've been doing. Yeah, thanks, Peggy. So um, for my sins now, I've been working at, as a digital consultant for 19 years. So that means right back in the early days, we were dealing with uh, you know the modem 56K sort of <laughs> dial-up noises and uh, I remember I worked on the launch of the first camera phone, the Panasonic GD87. I worked on the UK launch of the first 2G network, which was by uh, Genie Internet, which had green screen, uh, before even Snake was invented for the Nokia. Um, I've been to more than enough Mobile World Congresses to last me a lifetime. <laughs> and, uh, and more recently, I've been moving still in that born mobile space, love mobile to bits, but I find mobile is that connecting tissue now across the customer experience. And uh, I'm really all about, you know, the ecosystem piece, like bringing value to the customer and to the business. And I think the best way to do that is to, to ground the work you do in both art and science. It is, for me, a combination of um, really those two disciplines. And there's always the duality of both the emotion and the rationality. But, yes, my, my career has seen me... Um, I've been very lucky. I've worked with some great brands, yes. Yeah? So, for example, the Nikes, the Heinekens, the Mercedes-Benzes of this world and been able to produce work that works, um, that isn't just sort of vanity, that has a bit of sanity in there. And, um, and yeah, this customer experience space that, I, that I'm absolutely focusing in on at the moment is um, ever-changing and, and really very exciting. Um, you know, Gartner are predicting that customer experience is going to be the key differentiator for brands from 2020 above um, product and price. So uh, we're living in exciting times, as they say, and yet the only constant we live with really is is that of change. And I think that's what keeps me excited and, and means that I genuinely do love my job. So yes, perhaps I was a bit early predicting um, the rise of these digital products, but quite happy about that. I've actually been talking about robotics um, for over four years now, and now everyone's getting on the robotics trail. And that automation, that algorithmic um, on-demand lifestyle we live in, where our decisions are made for us really by computers now. You know, who we might marry is decided for us by Tinder. <laughs> what content we might see is decided for us by Facebook. Um, what uh, public opinion is now decided for us based on Twitter. Um, so we live in an exciting but perhaps slightly scary times. But there's never been a better time to be a, a digital strategist, in my opinion, because there's so many opportunities. Well, what I love about you is you're genuine, David, and that's why I chose you for this topic and on the show, because we have to start changing our mindset, and I think it's about being exactly that. What I'm seeing in all the studies is, you know, customers, consumers, people, millennials, whatever you want to call them, they want uh, interactions with brands and companies that are genuine, and you are genuine. I'll give you credit for that, but is there some sort of approach 
because it's about changing a mindset. So it's not going to be a show where we talk about which data you have to watch, to, you know, which lever you need to push or pull. Um, it's something very different. So what are you advising, you know, now that you're a consultant, you know, what are you telling your clients when they're saying, okay, I absolutely get it. I have to be more empathetic in how I deal with my users, with my customers. But what's the starting point? Well, the, the starting point is truth. Um, that is to be honest with one another to try and share as much as possible about what's going on with the business, what's going on with the customer, and what's going on with employees, so that we, we ground our digital products and services in, in reality and in solving genuine problems. I think too many people, um, and it doesn't happen as much these days, but even if I rewind, let's say seven, eight years, back to the really you know the early heydays of the, the Apple App Store, um, certain brands unfortunately decided that they needed an app just because. I didn't know why, they just thought it would perhaps make them look better on LinkedIn, and they just needed it. So they created these kind of low-cost, semi-throwaway tools, and lo and behold, it didn't move the needle. There was no business impact because they hadn't focused on the customer and the business. They hadn't found the opportunity that lives in that intersection, and they did. They were solving for phantom problems based on, you know, ego and, and sort of whimsical decision making. Mm-hmm. I think what we see now is is, is much more much more of a foundation of, of reality but yet of course there is still that smoke and mirrors there is that opacity that uh, that lives between customer and brand and business and and indeed consultant and internal stakeholder and and slowly those those barriers are, are coming down i mean i think what you've seen with some of the data pieces around facebook and um obviously what's gone on there around you know kind of the fake news and and some of the abuse that's gone on through some of the third parties which clearly is very unfortunate for, for both customers and Facebook, but it does shine a light on on that data piece where, um, you know, essentially if you're using an app, for example, for free, then you should assume that, you know, you're paying for it with your data and that, you know, you are the business model. Um, so I think it's exciting, as I say, it's exciting times to be in this industry, but I always say start with the customer, start with the reality, start with truth and move from there and solve for genuine problems. If you're solving phantom problems, we have the wrong hypothesis, you're going, to, you're going to run into trouble. It's all a good basis. I'll give you that, David. Of course, how you put it into practice is going to depend, right? The tactics are always different from the strategy. The strategy is be truthful, be genuine, be authentic. Um, how you're going to do that, that's going to depend on the company, depend on the type of um, product. You know, is it an app? Is it a physical company, a digital company? But still, there's going to be some hard and fast rules along the way. Maybe it's easier for you to tell me um, what not to do rather than what to do. Because if you say, okay, I'm with you so far, David, you've, you've demystified it. I need to be genuine. Um, does it, is it around experience that is emotion around the product? Should we look at design as well? You were very, you know, influential and, and a pioneer in uh, Fitbit over at Nike. What are some places to start putting this into practice? Well, I think, I think you know, to, to create anything, a story, a system, a product, a service, a brand, a business proposition, whatever it might be, it, it, it usually takes more than one person, right? And, and of course, as we know, everyone on this planet is different, is unique. We all have our own DNA. We have a unique thumbprint. And um, I think that combination of teams, that melting pot of different types of people, introverts, extroverts, the math men, the mad men, um, combining that all up and making them work holistically, I think what not to do is to encourage a silo mentality where people look after their own internal empire. I'm head of the customer. 
no, we're all, we should all be head of the customer. Um, yeah, I'm head of brand. We should all think about the brand and the brand's purpose and its conviction. Um, you know, there has to be some shared responsibilities. So I think what not to do is to not, not you know, the danger is not having a clear vision and, and having too many silos. I think what I've seen from, you know, the, the sort of the Facebooks, the Apples, the Googles, the, um, the Netflix even, you know, they, they have a very clear vision and philosophy and that is shared throughout the organization and that enables them to create shared success through a combination of unique people and talents working cleverly and collaboratively together. Well, you know, David, those are some great points about, you know, how to get the mindset. And what's really interesting in the other part of your work is that you are also looking at the formats that are going to make that possible. You know, we're hearing so much about the engaging uh, formats. I had a guest here a while back talking about the different types of ad formats. Of course, video, top of the list. So it's a great um, way to have a segue because in the second section of this program, listeners, we're going to be talking about how you can use video and how David's using video with his clients to ignite emotions but at the same time drive conversions. So don't go away. We'll be right back after the break. Mobile Presence will be back after we connect you to our sponsors. AM Days 2018 comes to Las Vegas, May 16th and 17th. Register now at amdays.com. Make the most of your performance marketing with help from some of the most iconic brands, including Microsoft, Capital One, Uber, Backcountry, and many more. AM Days 2018 brings together a powerhouse of industry leaders and dealmakers to network and share insights on the latest practices and cutting-edge updates in performance marketing and more. Make plans to be in Las Vegas for our landmark 10th event. AM Days 2018 Las Vegas, May 16th and 17th. Webmaster Radio listeners can save 20% on two-day and combo passes using promo code WMR20. Register now at amdays.com. Hi, I'm Montel Williams. Most of you know me as a talk show host, but I'm also an author, actor, single father of four, avid snowboarder, and I'm also a medical marijuana patient. Living with multiple sclerosis, I'm in pain every day. Medical marijuana is my last resort, and it helps me when all other drugs have failed. If you'd like more information about medical marijuana, you can contact the Marijuana Policy Project at mpp.org or call 1-877-JOIN-MPP. There are over 70 million active podcast listeners in the U.S. WebmasterRadio.fm reaches them all with the largest global distribution of any online business-to-business podcast network through iHeartRadio iTunes, Stitcher. We can target and place your message in front of those active listeners immediately. Now, your message can be delivered with less commitment and investment on over 20 hours of weekly original content hosted by the most respected names in digital marketing. Email sales at webmasterradio.fm today and get your message delivered now. Supercharging your mobile growth efforts. Welcome back to Mobile Presence on WebmasterRadio.fm. Here is your host, Peggy Ann Saltz. And we're back. Welcome back to Mobile Presence. I'm your host, Peggy Ann Saltz, with Mobile Groove. And we have David Scarrett, independent digital and mobile strategic consultant, of course, with a long legacy background track record RGA, Nimble Tank, other agencies. David, before the break, we were talking about getting into the mindset. You know, getting your head around the idea that you have to be effective and emotive. There has to be design, art, and science. 
Now you are also focused on video increasingly, which is of course the format that is both. You know, it it uh, it. There's a lot of great examples, and maybe you'll share a couple of companies really doing it well with video. What are you telling your clients there? What are you doing, and and, and perhaps even um, you know why video? Why don't you give me a little bit of background there? Yeah, absolutely. Well, you know, as part of my career, I've been ahead of mobile at various global agencies. And therefore, work with lots of brands on both systematic thinking and storytelling, and um, they both live together in in a symbiotic way, really. Because in order to create scale around a product, you have to tell people about it. Um, I kind of invert that famous phrase to say, "Build it, and they will not come." So you <laughs> absolutely have to do the storytelling piece. You have to shout it from the rooftops. You do have to use social networks, strong content marketing, both paid, owned, and earned. But increasingly. I found that video is is eating mobile essentially. Um, you know the, the 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 usage you see now, particularly around the likes of of YouTube. Just when you think the statistics cannot get any better, they do. And of course, um, you know YouTube really is the it's the number one search engine for for younger people. And um, and even with the Snapchats and the Facebooks of this world, that they're achieving millions and millions of views and increasingly actually billions of views every single day. It really is quite incredible. So that in order to brand, for brands to stay um, in this world and to stand out, because you know we are in the attention economy, we are and the algorithm economy, we are we are seeking customer attention, and people, particularly on mobiles, have very very short attention spans and have no patience whatsoever. So with video, <laughs> it's really really important to to tell a strong, visually arresting story, to be authentic and to be interesting, to be on brand. But really, those first few seconds for me are so so key. Um, the other aspect that I see as being really, really in, in, important to the effectiveness, which is often forgotten about, is thinking of of context. Now we all say content is king, but I think you know context is probably emperor. Um, for me, context is everything. So if you imagine now um, the improvements that came in with iOS 11 for the App Store, so you know increasingly people find out about apps through friends and will either Google or hit the App Store and search. So now when you search with an iOS, and it'll be interesting to see what happens with iOS 12 coming soon, of course, but basically the, the first three visual real estate elements are given over now to video if you want all three. Most people have actually found it, through, and I found through testing, is actually the first two is more powerful. The third really is sort of falls away. And what you need to think about is the context. So you're, you're potentially seeing it within search result. So you really need to grab someone before they scroll down to the next aspect, the next competitor almost in that search. Um, now it's going to autoplay and it's going to be on mute and you have a choice of portrait or landscape. So really understanding all those contexts. Now let's remember, if we can't hear something, having you know a really great celebrity do your voiceover is probably not a great investment. So you need to use subtitles because it's a video. You need to make sure those subtitles are moving so that people know it's a video. And then when they tap on it, they have the option to, to make it full screen and to bring on the audio. So thinking about all those contexts really does bring in the emotion and ultimately delivers you the effectiveness. But the great thing with app stores now is your ability to test. Now over on Google, of course, you can run Google Play experiments and A/B test these assets. So increasingly, you can find um, a potential uplift on downloads of 30% if you make everything work in your favor and you play the algorithms at their own game through great storytelling and through great 
art and science. So I think that's mm-hmm. a wonderful example of, of the point we're making at the beginning. Even though it's a very specific point in the purchase funnel, and not everybody needs an app, and not everybody should do video, but generally the rule of thumb is use those aspects to your advantage. You can create both interesting storytelling and great business impact. So I think of all the things we could talk about today, um, I do think it's a very interesting example. To, to what extent do you are you um, using this or telling your clients to use it? Because you're talking a lot about the app stores. Is it for um, upper funnel or throughout the funnel? Is it to get someone to uh, to the uh, to the app store and to your app? Or where do you see the importance of video? I think there's probably two places in the funnel here. You've got upper funnel where it's more about discovery and that friend get a friend and kind of that's where you probably get more into landing the unique proposition and talking to the benefits and that's where perhaps the kind of YouTube comes in and then as you get lower funnel and you've now got someone through to really that moment of truth where ideally you want them to download the app and you know for a customer app that's very important for startups where the business model increasingly is the role of the web is to advertise the app and the app is the sort of center of the digital ecosystem through which you transact, through which you log in, through your thumbprint and all those other wonderful things. And particularly with gaming companies, um, there's tremendous advantages to be had. And I think what I'd say to people who are researching this topic is, when you do your research, do do it on a phone because that's where you actually see this running. If you do it on a desktop actually and you look at Apple, you'd, you'd be fooled into thinking there are no videos because they don't work on a desktop. You have to do it on a phone to see it running. So there's two places in the funnel. Um, the upper funnel to build that engagement awareness to talk to features to show it running and to kind of get that member get member piece coming in and then really at that moment of truth in the app store and really making sure those assets sing for you and also to your point i've been looking at a lot of research around you know the fact that it's not just that it's about deepening engagement i mean it is essential now if you're a retail app or if you're a, uh, a company that's that's selling to consumers it's really the best way to present your business proposition because they're looking for video, they're researching on video. I mean, video is where the decision-making is happening. No, that's right. I mean, particularly within e-commerce, you know, kind of the whole picture's worth a thousand words. But I think, you know, a video is perhaps worth a million, actually. Now we could round up on that one. But Mm -hmm. I think, you know, the, the expectations have been set by, you know, not just kind of best in category, but best out of category. And I think, you know, even the kind of 360 tours you now get of hotel rooms, you know, this is what we expect. You know, we expect to be fully immersed, fully engaged, a little pack shot on a white background that isn't even retina. Even if it's a low consideration purchase on Amazon, for example, it's probably not going to cut it. You know, you really need to leverage these rich assets and it is going to pay off as a wise investment. What is it that you might have seen out there? Because, you know, I've gone on and on about it, David. You know, if it's in the industry, you're seeing it. You're a veteran. You you write for a number of uh, organizations as a guest columnist. You know, you're watching everything. I'm just wondering what you might be seeing that uh, is telling you this is a good company. This is a good example. This is a bad example. You can even name and blame. Do you have one to share? From a video point of view, I have to say I've I've got an ongoing um, admiration for Nike. Um, mm-hmm. They really do. Well, bring, they do really do it well. I mean, they, they have heart and soul. Yeah. They, but they know exactly who their audience is. They absolutely nail the execution. Um, that piece around making sure, you know, the kind of the words hit home, the power, the diversity on screen, that the, the kind of bringing together of both the music and the, and the motion and the way it's edited 
it, you know, and it's just consistent. You know, they, they use tens of agencies, but you would never be able to tell who did what now. It's just really, really beautiful, consistent brand storytelling, no matter what mm-hmm. they're doing. Promoting an app, you know it's coming. Um, if they're doing a big, you know, obviously we, we have the World Cup coming up. I have mm-hmm. high expectations for whatever they're going to do there. Um, it's always good. Um, I think there's no one better than that. In terms of naming and shaming, um, let me think. I mean, look, to be honest, the kind of when you get into the middle of the market, you often see a lot of Me Too advertising, a lot of Me Too storytelling, where um, you know the kind of there was there was an average idea executed poorly or a good idea executed poorly. Um, you know the execution in some of these videos that you know the Nikes really just show everyone how how this has to be and the consistency. But the one for me is um, I've worked a lot in financial services and I have this really funny trait of having kind of white men in blue shirts and, and blue ties telling you about something in a kind of preachy way, whereas it'd be much better to get the customer who's used that product or service to authentically tell that story in a much more humble and believable and approachable way that is just simple. Like you don't need to go onto Wikipedia to figure out nine of the words that were just used. And I think, you know, that that for me is where sometimes you know, the financial services brands, they are coming up, actually, I have to say. There's some great stuff coming from Aviva. Um, they've hired really well over at Aviva. So, you know, there's some, there's some interesting stuff out there, but I think the kind of middle of the market is still a bit me too and, and lacks executional quality. Mm-hmm. I'm hearing some interesting takeaways there. You know, be consistent, be real, um, don't have like a me too video or a me too brand proposition. And, um, We'll get to more of these, but right now we have to go to break. So listeners, don't go away. We'll be right back with David Skerritt and some more ideas about how you can use video and how you can use storytelling to move the needle on your app or brand. So don't go away. We'll be right back. Mobile Presence will be back after we connect you to our sponsors. Do you look at the task of ranking your site at the top of the search engines like you would climbing the top of Mount Everest? It doesn't have to be. TopSEOs.com knows how hard that climb can be, and they can make top ranking a reality. Top SEOs sends you to only the right search vendors and agencies that they know will work for you. Since 2002, TopSEOs.com has reviewed and researched the best search engine marketing agencies and solutions providers. Don't risk the cost of falling off the proverbial peak of search rankings. Let Top SEOs give you peace of mind. TopSEOs.com, the independent authority on search vendors. The Web Marketing Association is now accepting entries for the 2018 International Web Award Competition. Web Marketing Award winners receive an image plaque, certificate of achievement, higher visibility for your company, valuable feedback from our expert judges, and links to your site from the highly ranked Web Award site. Visit www.webaward.org to nominate your company, site, or organization. Deadline for entries is May 31st, 2018. Go to www.webaward.org and sign up today. WebmasterRadio.fm is the destination for education, entertainment, and engagement. 
Engage with our panel of on-air experts and peers by following us on Facebook, Google+, Twitter, and LinkedIn. You can listen to WebmasterRadio.fm on air or on demand from our website or through iTunes, Stitcher, or however you get your podcasts. Interact and stay informed. Just search for WebmasterRadio.fm. Supercharging your mobile growth efforts. Welcome back to Mobile Presence on WebmasterRadio.fm. Here is your host, Peggy Ann Saltz. And we're back. Welcome back to Mobile Presence. I'm your host, Peggy Ann Saltz with Mobile Groove. And we have today David Scarrett, independent digital and mobile strategic consultant with a long track record at a lot of agencies that you've heard about because they are award-winning. And David, we've been talking throughout the show, you know, giving some some broad brush ideas here about what you need to do, you know, change your mindset, be genuine, think about your story. These are these are good this is good advice. Be be consistent. You know, this is good stuff to take home. Uh, top takeaways, but you're also very practical and you're approaching this at a very practical level, particularly for companies that where video is a must, we know that it's table stakes, but it's not always easy to make, and it's certainly not always cheap. So, what are you doing to help the companies who have to do this but don't know how? No, definitely. I mean, like I, you know, I think there's, there's, in the world there should always be a, a healthy combination of both vision, strategy, and tactic. And I think as as I've been uh, researching quite a lot now, working a lot with psychologists. I'm really mm-hmm. kind of getting attuned to both the kind of conscious and unconscious, the conscious and unconscious drivers of decision making. Um, I found that um, you know re- there's some really interesting things with the human brain. So when we're about 18 years old, that's when we have our quickest processing speed, and of course that slowly declines. At 25 years old, our visual memory peaks. This is a perfect time for video, of course. <laughs> At 35, uh, our number memory peaks. And actually, our short-term memory peaks. And around the 40s, um, our ability to read other people, our emotional intelligence, our sort of seasoning and ability to read a room are, are peaked. But um, in almost all those cases, there's a visual aspect to, to the re- reception of information. And we are very visual um, humans, of course, going all the way back to when we were cavemen, um, you know, listening into stories around the, around the fire. So um, I think what I'm seeing now in the sort of tactical element is that, um, of course, from a cost control point of view, it doesn't make sense to spend more than you need to. But of course, you can often tell when corners have been cut on video. So I think there has to be a balance to achieving affordability for those mid and small term, small size brands who mm-hmm. still have big aspirations and, and want a high watermark for quality. Um, it's, it's sometimes, you know, taking things really all the way back is going to show too much and it almost becomes an exercise. You know, you might have been better to have not done it at all, actually. So, you know, do do try and keep a little bit of spare money for for things like the, if you're shooting physical people, it's clearly around the casting, um, the the costumes, the lighting, the grading Mm -hmm. of videos is very important. But one thing I've learned actually on um, the O2 Priority Moments piece, which is um, the UK's most popular and successful digital loyalty scheme now they have um you know as a as a base they must have over 10 million customers and they have a good number of those guys on the um on the app which i can't obviously reveal today but it's a good number and one of the things they've found as they've gone through the kind of brand storytelling um is actually kind of show don't tell so if you want someone to do something show them um so i think from a tactical point of view 
It is about making sure you've got the budget to do the job and the time, making sure you focus on the casting, the editing. And for me, I'm a big fan of music. I think music can really lift a video. But definitely going back to my earlier pieces, do think about that context, you know? I think um, in terms of um, older audiences, I talk a bit about age there, but of course, um, you know, that we have an aging population of this planet. And they're predicting that over um, over 1.2 billion of the population will um, will basically be over 55 and have about 70% of the world's purchasing power. It's a very very powerful audience here, and and they're they're for visual storytelling. They're really really key as well. But they do receive the information in different ways. So for example, subtitles work much better because over 75s often have poor hearing. So you don't want to rely just on, on the kind of volume of the video and the, the quality of the voiceover. And then the other aspect that comes through when you're showing words on a video is actually not to have too many words on at once because um, there's been some research done around poster advertising, outdoor advertising, and it's proven that actually if you show more than about seven or eight words, the human brain has to take a little bit more time, a little more effort to process that information. So really don't put too many words up at once. Pace yourself. Break it down, make it simple, and show don't mm-hmm. tell. It would be some of my top tactics. Those are great, actually, David. Now I'm sort of regretting that we're running out of time at the end because now you're you're really into your element, and these are these are fascinating. I hope indeed that you share those on a blog or something somewhere so that we can uh, read up on those. But in the meantime, you know we're gonna have to we're gonna have to call it a day for the moment. Call it a wrap here at Mobile Presence. I'm gonna have to say we have to stop, but where can people keep in touch with you? You know, find out maybe if you write that blog that I'm strongly hinting you need to write, <laughs> or they just want to keep up with what you're doing, David. How can they do that? Well, yes, no, I am. I'm following that up with a blog article. I think the best place cool. for me at the moment is is at Skeggs uh, on Twitter. So that's S K E G Z. Um, so reach out to me on Twitter, and we, we can perhaps have more of a conversation. You know, I can share um, more of my gems that I've not quite been able to squeeze into today's podcast. But once again, Peggy, it's, it's been a pleasure to, to be on a second time, and I hope you have me a third time as well. Well, absolutely. You know, when that post is live, I'll have you back to walk us all through it because I think there's so much in there about understanding your audience and the, the visuals at each stage. I'm fascinated. I had no idea you were going to go into that at the end. So I want to see that. And, and listeners, when he does post that blog, I will also share that in the show notes as well. And David, you will be back for Thank sure. Thank you. <laughs> I'll be back. No, I look forward to You'll it. You'll be back. Exactly. I will be back. No, you will be back. And listeners, if you want to keep up with me throughout the week or find out more about how you can be a guest or sponsor on Mobile Presence, then you can email me. Peggy at MobileGroove, MobileGroove.com, where you can also find my portfolio of content marketing and app marketing services. And so, my friends, that is a wrap of yet another episode of Mobile Presence. You can check out this and all earlier episodes of our show by going to webmasterradio.fm, or you can find our shows on iTunes, Stitcher, Spreaker, and iHeartRadio simply by searching Mobile Presence. So until next time, remember, every minute is mobile and also video, so make every minute count. We'll see you soon. The opinions expressed on this program are those of the guests and hosts and do not necessarily reflect those of WebmasterRadio.fm's management or sponsors. Any rebroadcast or redistribution without authorized consent of WebmasterRadio.fm is prohibited. 
Save big on Brunch for Mom, all in the Kroger app. Get 16-ounce packs of flavorful Angus 90% Lean Ground Sirloin for $4.99 each with a digital coupon. Then buy two, get two free on 12 packs of delicious Coca-Cola, Pepsi, or 7-Up, all with your card. Shop these deals at your local Kroger today. Or tap the screen now to download the Kroger app to save big today. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Prices and product availability subject to change. Restrictions apply. See site for details.